Hey, hey, Faith Mamas, we are coming live today for our Faith Mamas podcast in a Sunday morning coffee chat. I'm excited about this one because we are going to be talking about health and wellness. And as you guys know, it's been a really big journey for me recently. So I'm excited to be joined with Janice and Chelsea on this conversation. And so right after this intro video, we'll jump back on the screen and start the coffee chat. See you in a little bit. Welcome to the Faith Mamas Tribe podcast, where we connect with Christ and community through real conversation. And guess what? No topic is off the table. I'm Dominique. And I'm Janice. And we're just two real moms who are excited to be with you on this journey. So grab your coffee. Or your tea. And let's chat, sis, and see where God leads us. And welcome to the tribe. Hey, Janine. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I am doing good. How are you? I'm good. It's early. It's early, but we're ready. It's yeah. Early. Let's do I, it. I got my coffee. Are you a coffee drinker? Uh, so I was trying to decide if I was going to make a mad dash to the kitchen, right? <laughs> and I have on my socks full of transparency and it's a wood floor. And I said, if I dash to that kitchen and run back with something and I come and you bring the screen on and you see me sliding on the floor, that would be embarrassing. <laughs> No, I have nothing this morning for now. Well, I'll drink. I'll drink enough drink for, us. for both of us. I'm I have coffee. Now. Let me tell you what I got. I got coffee in here. Uh-huh. I found a coffee concoction I really like. So Good. it started out as a weight loss journey weird hack. Uh-huh. I don't even think it really works for that. But I, I read about it. So everybody that I tell says that sounds gross. But it's coffee with uh-huh. lemon and that's it. Really? It's it's really good. It's really look, I'm gonna bring Chelsea on the screen because I see her making a face when I said that. So I'm gonna go ahead and bring her on the screen right now. Welcome, Chelsea. (laughs) So what do you think about my my coffee concoction? I totally was like, What? Really? (laughs) I have never heard of that. (laughs) So it started out as a weird um it started out, somebody was like, oh, you know, drink coffee and lemon and it will help to something with your digestion or whatever. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And I was like, this is going to taste so gross. And I was like, I hate coffee anyway. Like, this is going to be disgusting. It actually is not bad. It tastes like tea to me. Huh. So I really like it. It's it's a tea with like a more of a, a punchy taste. So yeah, next time, guys. Coffee with lemon. No sugar added, no cream. Wow. It's really good. I'm telling you, try it. Try it. Okay. So that is the way we kick off a coffee chat. We talk about coffee (laughs) and the weirdness (laughs) of it. Uh, I see our our sister Allison is joining us live. So I wanted to go ahead and say good morning and hello to anyone that is jumping on live. I see Heather um, joining us in the Faith Mamas Tribe app. So hello and good morning to anyone that's joining us live and hello and good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good day to anybody that's joining us on the replay or whatever time it is where you are. I remember when Chelsea used to live in Japan, it was like 12 hours, right? Was that right? Depending on the daylight savings. Yeah. 13 to 14. Yeah. And I would always call her like in the middle of the night, like at 1 a.m. in her time. And I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. (laughs) <laughs> I'm so sorry. So yeah. So 
no matter where you're watching from or what time you're watching, we're glad you're here. And this morning, we're going to be talking about health and wellness and all of that jazz. And I was talking to Jermise and Chelsea. I, I was literally sitting up here praying, like, are we going to come from a particular scripture or do we need to just start talking? And the parable of the talent just dropped in my heart. It was like the parable of the talent, parable of the talent. And I'm like, the parable of the talents? What does that have to do with health and fitness? <laughs> but nevertheless, I kept hearing parable of the talents. So we are going to we are going to go with the parable of the talents and see where God leads us. And uh, if you're here live, you're on this journey with us. So we'll just see where God leads us. All right. Here we go. Let's read the parable of the talents. It's Matthew chapter 25, uh, starting at verse 14. So Matthew chapter 25, starting at verse 14. I'm going to go ahead and put it here on the screen. Here we go. Matthew chapter 25, verse 14. And it says this. For it is just like a man about to go on a journey. He called his own servants and entrusted his possessions to them. To one, he gave five talents, to another two talents, and to another one, and to another one talent, depending on each one's ability. Then he went on a journey. Immediately, the man who had received five talents went, put them to work, and earned five more. In the same way, the man who earned, who had two talents, earned two more. But the man who had received one talent went off dug a hole in the ground, and hid his master's money. After a long time, the master of those servants came and settled accounts with them. The man who had received five talents approached, presented five more talents, and said, Master, you gave me five talents. See, I've earned five more talents. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things, I will put you in charge of many things. Share your master's joy. The man with two talents also approached. He said, master, you gave me two talents. See, I've earned two more talents. His master said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Share in your master's joy. The master, the man who had received one talent also approached and said, master, I know you, you're a harsh man, reaping where you haven't sown and gathering where you haven't scattered seed. So I was afraid and went off and hid your talent in the ground. See, you have what is yours. His master replied to him, you evil, lazy servant. If you knew that I reap where I haven't sown and gather where I haven't scattered, then you should have deposited my money with the bankers and I would have received my money back with interest when I returned. So take the talent from him and give it to the one who has 10 talents. For to everyone who has, more will be given and he will have more than enough. But from the one who does not have, even what he has will be taken away from him. Whew. All right. So you guys may see why I was like, why are we talking about the talents? 
<laughs> what are what 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 are we talking about here, God, with the talents? Um, but the talents just kept coming up when we're talking about health and wellness. And I'm like, how does this how does this apply to health? And the thing I was hearing, and I would love to hear from you guys, the thing I was hearing is I expect you to return this body better than you found it. And I told your niece, I was like, well, God, you're God. You gave us this body. How in the world are we supposed to return it to you better than we found it? I mean, can we, is is there any ability for us to be able to give a body back to you better than we found it? But I realized that that mindset is a little bit like the the third uh, servant where it's like, yo, I don't want to mess anything up, but it's, it's like, God is like, Hey, I want you to return things to me better than you found it. I trust, I trusted you. I trust you with this body. I trust you with this body. And when you say it like that, it just kind of hits you like, Oh my gosh, God, trust me. God, trust me with this body. What are you guys' thoughts about this crazy parable? (laughs) I think it's when you were talking about that, I, what I heard was agreement when you were reading. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, and if you read about the three people, the first two, one did a little bit with more, the other did a little bit with less, but they did something. They were in agreement with what the master had given them as an assignment. And so I feel like when I'm thinking about this, God has sent, be in agreement with what I've given you as your body. When you're in agreement with me, that's how it comes back better. That's mm-hmm. how it can be a better body because you're in agreement with what I've done. We can walk away. God has done so many things, but we don't accept what he's done for us. If we don't agree with him, we are not obedient with him. Then you won't see more. You kind of see the standard and probably below the standard of what is there. So I just hear the word agreement. So agree with me that one, your body is important and it's a temple. And I've given it to you as like the vehicle for you to do things here in this earth. And I need you to be in agreement with me on that. So I think that's like the first thing that stands out to me. Agreement. Agreement. My goodness. The the first word that stood out to me was um, journey. Um, mm. Because I, you know, they we often say that um, that we're just pilgrims, right? Like we're we're in we're here for a temporary period of time um, until you know until we're called. And so, <clears throat> what we do with um, the time that we have in our bodies, um, you know, it's important, like um, how, how we live and how we contribute to other people and what we did throughout our lives um, before, before it's time to go, you know. Mm, that's good. And so we got journey, we got agreement. And, you know, and now that we're talking about this, I have a word too that this popped in my head. But before I do, I see Allison says, anything we have that God gives us is for us to treat like that and always do our best, even gifts. And it's not about what he gives to anyone else. It's always between us and him. Come on. It's between us and him. Heather says, although some of our genetics cause diseases, we can learn and study what foods we can eat to make it better. Come on. Woo! So the the word that I was thinking, so we've got we've got agreement, we've got journey, and the word that I was thinking was responsibility. Like, and we don't like to talk. I, let me not say we. I don't like to talk about <laughs> responsibility too much, um, because the concept 
if we look at the, the third servant, the concept is, well, I'm afraid of doing anything because I could mess this up. So let me go ahead and put it under the ground. But I think that also with my own journey, it could be I'm afraid to do anything different because I'm not going to have any fun or I'm afraid to do anything different because what I do might not work out. Like if we're thinking about this guy with the talents, like investing your master's money, that was a big deal. Like that was a huge deal to invest your master's money. What if you put in the wrong investment? Like what if you lost everything? And came back to him with absolutely nothing. What, what if it didn't work? What if you had to work extra hard just to get the investment back? You had to miss, you know, family functions. You had to do, like, what would you have to do in order to earn the talents? And, and if we look at the, the history of it, just kind of, we talk about talents. I think they said it's almost a million dollars. So if you think about it, the master gave them almost a million dollars or 5 million for one, 2 million for one and 1 million for another. And the, the intensity and the responsibility you had to take in order to get that back, like that's huge. And so sometimes I think the same thing with my health and wellness journey is like the responsibility I'm going to have to, to go into to be able to present something back to God that's better or then he gave it to me like that's intense to me like I'm like whoa we so I can kind of I understand the third the third servant um but God is like but that's not what I want I want you to go out and take risks and try things and like Heather said like don't just look at your body and be like oh I got I got a disease so let me go ahead and just hide this in the ground it's like no Find the foods that are going to help. Find the, you know, things that, like, keep going. Keep searching. Don't be like, well, I'll just sit here and I'll wait till the master comes. It's like, no. Like, how can I get this body to function even better than I thought it was able to function? Like, I don't know. It just hit me. Brooke says, yes, responsibility. Yes, help us, Lord. <laughs> help us, Lord, when we talk about responsibility with our bodies. So, if we go, if we jump off from agreement and journey and responsibility, what does that look like? Like, what does that really look like in our lives? What is, how does this translate into taking care of our bodies um, and presenting them back to God in a way that's like a, like a gift back to him? He was excited when the, the, the first servant presented Think about it. You gave him five million dollars. He give you back ten million. Like, all right. The other one, you gave him what two million dollars or however many two million dollars, and he give you back four million. Come on, servant. <laughs> like, what can we do for our to our bodies that would cause God to be like, well done, well done. What are your thoughts on that, guys? I'm sitting here thinking. <laughs> and I think when you added a dollar amount to what they had, I'm like, wow. So I think one thing we can do to like give our bodies back to God even better than what he's given us is to um, understand like the value we have. Like we are, va your bodies are valuable. Like this is not for God who we are. We're not just like indisposable, like whatever. 
you know, and I, and I say that because a lot of times we'll sit there and be like, you know, well, the body's going to return to the dust and the body's not whatever. But it is something to it since we're in these bodies here on earth. Yes, we're going to have new bodies one day. Got it. Not understand that. But I, sometimes I hear a lot of people say, oh, it's just the body's going to wear down anyway when you get older. Oh, it's just blah, 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 blah. but if it wasn't that important, when you read back in Genesis and Exodus and all those things, when Moses and the children of Israel were preserved and their bodies kept going, and when Sarah's body still had Isaac even in her older age, if bodies didn't matter, then why would God preserve them? You know, why why do those things? Why are we even in them? So I think the first thing is to understand the value of what we have. We it is valuable. It's not something to take lightly. It, it's not something to um, just be like, oh, whatever. And I think that sometimes, like I said, for me, I talk about myself. I'll get lost in that. Like, you know, people say things like, oh, it's just hair. Those are just your eyes, whatever. But it's important. It's the hair God gave me. These are the eyes he's given to me. You know, these are the teeth he gave me. Like, I want them to let me let them do what they're supposed to do. Because when I can do those things and I get to show up the way he needs me to show up and to do the things he has me to do. And I would like to be able to see and eat and all that kind of thing. <laughs> kind of stuff that I need to do along the way. So I think it's understanding our bodies are an investment for him. They really are like, they're important and it's okay. Like you don't have to like worship yourself, but it's okay to like love what God has given you. I'm sorry. That kind of hit me when you said, these are the teeth God gave you. I don't take care of the teeth. (laughs) No, it was good. good. It was a good conviction. I was like, ooh. These are the teeth God gave me. I'm telling you, I abuse my teeth. I don't go to the dentist. <laughs> like, okay. and trust. So that was just like that was just like God was like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh, trust. I've and I'll say this: I've made mistakes. Okay, so we're talking about health. Let's just talk about it. Where I would do things like, oh, brushing is cool, flossing is not that important. Until I had to get a crown on my teeth recently, <laughs> and I had extra pain because I was afraid. One, I wasn't consistently false. So I'm just going to keep it real. And then I was afraid to floss around the crown because I didn't want the temp crown to pop off and cause me a lot of pain because I was already in some discomfort. But guess what? When I went to the the, doc, the dentist to see why I was in so much pain, I was like, maybe I need a root canal. She's like, no, you just need to floss back there. I was like, really? And she was like, yeah. As soon as I started consistently flossing like I was supposed to, and they put that um, permanent crown on, it calmed down. Like everything calmed down. Like my gums were just inflamed and angry. And my mouth was like, what are you doing? And it was a simple tweak. I had to take care of myself and I wasn't doing it. And that's all it really was. Wow. Yeah. So I've learned like, take care of it. Don't neglect. <laughs> floss. That's all I'm going to say. Just floss. All right. You better be just preach that flossing. I'm going to go upstairs and floss right after this. Oh, my goodness. Chelsea, what's your thoughts? What are your thoughts? I see some thoughts popping in the chat, too. I'm going to get to those in a minute. Um, You know, it's really interesting. I don't know if... um. Other faith mamas know, I know you guys know I'm a medical, I have a medical background. I'm a respiratory care practitioner and um, a heart and lung specialist. And so when Heather mentioned the, um, you know, the points of illnesses, those were, that's something that also crossed my mind too when, um, uh, when I heard Journey, because, um, you know, when your body like the body's amazing, right? It's, it's a machine. It's, it's like kind of like a photocopy of your parents, if you will, and your parents' parents. So you, you get um, gen- these genes that you've inherited over time and you can actually cause things um, like illnesses in your family. So let's say like, if you don't eat well and you develop 
um, diabetes or if you um, are a chronic smoker and you develop COPD and now you, you, you have um, lung cancers that are now going to run in, into your family, um, even though, let's say today, you have a family history of, let's say, lung cancer, like those, those types of things are important to know because then you want to remove yourself, take the responsibility and remove yourself from situations like secondhand smoking or um, smoking or doing things that would um, aggravate that, um, that those cells, right, that could eventually cause um, lung cancer. In certain illnesses and situations, you, you just, they develop, you can't avoid it. Um, however, you can take steps to, to like to help prevent it. Um, so, you know, it, it is a, a big responsibility, not just for um, you now, but for, um, you know, for your future family members, you know. All right, Lord. <laughs> God, it's going way deeper with this. And I was like, well, let's talk about some cute tips. And I'm like, hold up, wait now. We're responsible. For... But it's real. It's so real. You don't think about it. What Chelsea said, she said, our bodies are a photocopy of our parents and our parents' parents. Like, whoa. And you know, my mom, she would always like, when I go to the doctor, she'd be like, tell them what runs in your family. And I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to hash that out with them. I just don't feel like it. I'll, I'll just write it down. I'm not going to go through it. But when you're saying it, it's like, no, it's important to know these things so that you understand, you know, how your body is kind of built, what to avoid, what things to avoid. Oh man, that's huge. Allison says this popped in my head going off of what you were saying with responsibility and ownership of our temples and what he gave us. I, she said, I learned to eat well when I learned I had hyperthyroidism. Wow. She said, many give up or get upset when they don't have the right starting point, so, so to speak. I show ladies you can absolutely conquer hyperthyroidism and be healthy. Yes, it might be harder, but you can do it. Come on. Hallelujah. Sharon says, it's good to have knowledge um, towards what you are responsible for to make things better. All that is like a testimony to shout and praise when God gives you so much. Woo. She goes on to say, it is good to use God's gift throughout um, throughout good things, not bad things or bad thoughts. It's true. And Allison says, I fell into the same trap years ago and wanted to settle, especially when I had allergies, stress, so many other things. But I realized it was my responsibility to take care of myself the be to the best of my ability, to the best of my ability. Man, this is huge. And one of the things that I'm thinking about when we're going back to this, the parable is that these, the first two servants, like I can't imagine how their lifestyle had to change in order to get $5 million back. Like in order to take the 5 million, th think about it. They were servants. They weren't like investors. They weren't masters of the land. They, they didn't have all the knowledge that they may have needed. They were just given this money from their master and they went and did something with it. Like they, they weren't given, they weren't like, this wasn't their norm. Like this wasn't their normal thing. Um, they were servants, but yet they had to learn how to invest this money and how to get more money back in order to present it to the master as a gift to him. 
And the master didn't leave them with any instructions. The master didn't be like, didn't say, well, you need to do this. You need to do that. And sometimes I think, now don't get me wrong. God leads us. He guides us. But sometimes I think we're sitting here waiting for the master to do something. Like we're like, well, all right, God, fix it. And then we're like, we, we hear things like eat better. And we hear things like change your habits and all that stuff. And we're like, but I serve the Lord. He'll fix it for me. You know, <laughs> I serve God. It's okay. I don't have to do all that. You have to do that because you don't serve my God, but I serve God. So therefore he'll fix it. And then years go by and we're like, God, why aren't you fixing this? And a lot of times he's put the ball in our court and said, what are you going to do with the body I gave you? What are you going to do with the body I gave you? And like, like Chelsea said, and like Allison said, sometimes our bodies come with things we don't want to deal with. Maybe it's from our parents. Maybe it's from our eating habits. Maybe it's from our smoking habits. Maybe it's from nothing. Maybe it just came from, we don't even know where it came from. But what are you going to do with it? Now that you know it's there, now that you know this is what, how your body is functioning, um, what are you going to do with it? What sacrifices are you going to make to be able to present your body back to God better than he gave it to you? Agreement. I keep going back. You said it like, it's agreement. Like we're agreeing with the fact. Oh, and everything else you all said too. It's also agreeing with the fact that he wants me to do better. Chelsea, when you said what you said about our DNA and our parent, like, that hit me too. Because normally when I go to the doctor, I'm like, who cares? Yeah, cardiovascular disease, blah, blah, blah. I tell them, because, and I'll tell you my stance to be like, I'm not claiming that. I don't care what you all say. And it's not a claiming it. It's an awareness, okay? So this is a possibility. And what it says, hey, Janice, if you don't do this certain thing right, like you said, there are things inside of you that you can wake up and they're going to live and they're going to prosper and they're going to grow because you're actually doing nothing to shut them down. You're actually, you're in agreement with those things. So agreement is which one are you going to be in agreement with? You're going to be in agreement with God, what he says and what he's leaving us to do in our bodies. Or are you going to agree with what conditions are there that, yeah, I'm going to say it. I wasn't going to say it because I don't want to offend anyone that really don't have the authority to stay. I'm going to leave it there. They don't have the authority to stay. And it's because God has made our body so amazing and wonderful. And Dominique was saying that at the beginning. We're so amazingly and wonderfully made. And also we have, it tells us in Romans 8, 11, who we have living in us. The same power, the same one that resurrected Jesus from the dead, that power that lives in us. And you combine that, that spiritual aspect with what we fit, how we were already physically wonderful made from an awesome spiritual being, by the way. And you combine all that thing when you're in agreement and you have something that you can walk in that's not just for your health and your body today, but it's for generations after you. Like that's the thing. Like it's not even just about us, it's for generations after us. There are things we're changing that, that are in like our, our DNA code that travel past us. Like this is gonna outlive you hundreds and hundreds of years or until Jesus comes. And so I'm glad you said that, Chelsea, because I never thought about it because I always shut it down. Like, I, I don't claim that. Nope, not me. But I realized that which one am I agreeing with? And to ignore it doesn't mean that I'm not claiming it. It means I'm hiding it like the third person did. And that's Ooh. like, so I'm glad that you said that because that really like, I'll be different when I go to the doctor now. <laughs> but I'll also be aware as awareness. So yeah, thank you for that. I know your history. 
Yes. Family history is so important. Yes. <laughs> First thing uh, we typically ask, do you have family history of this and this, you know? Um, but so when you were saying, Dominique, um, you know, what are you going to do about it? I often, I often, um, when things happen or whatever, I always ask like, well, what's the purpose? You know, like you and that coffee and the lemon, I'm like, what's the purpose? Like, why? <laughs> it's, you <good>. know, <laughs> but, you know, I think as humans, like it's a lot easier. It, it takes a, a great deal of discipline to be healthy. It, it really does. Um, but I think what makes it easier is to find purpose in, in why you're doing it, mm-hmm. you know? So like, I think for some people redirecting their goals and, you know, we were talking about tips, like redirecting why, you know, find your why in, um, and the purpose of why it's important to, um, um, to live healthy or a healthy lifestyle. For example, like for, for some reason, some of us have to go through something extremely dramatic, like being, like having a really heavy diagnosis and then completely changing our lifestyles because of that heavy diagnosis, because we want to be around for our grandchildren or we want to be around, um, um, you know, for other people, or we want to educate or give back or whatever the purpose is. But I, I think the whole point of investing, um, you have to find a purpose, right? And so for these talents to be given um, to, to, these, to these people, they found purpose in, in what they were doing. I'm going to take what I have and I'm going to do something better. Um, so find purpose in why it's important for, um, for us to live healthier lives, I think would, would help guide our journey. Mm. That is so good. Like all of this is so, so good. And, you know, I was listening to both what both of y'all were saying and uh, finding purpose, standing in agreement with God. And there was something that Janice said, too, that just kind of smacked me in the face in a good way. It was a good smack. But when she said, you know, the concept of like we get this diagnosis and we're like, oh, I'm not claiming that. I'm not claiming that. And she's like, that's and then we just hide it. We don't do anything with it. We just hide it under the rug. It's kind of similar to um, it's kind of similar to this this guy with the, the last parable or the last talent. He just hit it. He was like, oh, OK, this is what I've been given. OK, I'm just going to. I'm going to ignore it. I'm going to pretend like I'm going to go on my, along my life as if I never got this. I'm going to put it under this thing. And I realized that that's not actually in agreement with God, right? It's not actually in agreement with God. In agreement with God is like, oh, this is what they said. Okay, well, what can I do to my in my body to cause a different something to happen in my body, right? And it reminds me of what Allison said with hypothyroidism. Okay, oh, hypothyroidism? Okay, well, how can I change the things that I'm eating? Because this is a, that's a faith stance. Let's be real. A faith stance doesn't say, oh, okay, I'm gonna ignore it. A faith stance says, oh, I'm gonna dig my heels in and I'm gonna, okay, how how can I get this body to function optimally um, and, 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 and reverse these things? Like that is, that is, that is it. Like if I got, I, I think about CJ often. CJ got a diagnosis of diabetes. Which one is the one that's genetic? One or two? Anybody know? Two? 
Chelsea, which diabetes? Yeah, two. I feel like it's two. Am I wrong? Diabetes? I don't know. I might be wrong. She got the one that was genetic. The diabetes. Okay, so ignore what we said. We're not doctors, by the way. We're not. Oh, yeah. I was supposed Chelsea. to say that. Disclaimer. <laughs> yeah. We're just oh, up here one. on a journey with one. y'all. Somebody says one. Thank diabetes you. Diabetes one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Diabetes one. So she got diagnosed with diabetes one, right? And she could have been like, oh, man, this sucks, right? This girl done dug her heels in, taught herself how to eat differently, even when everybody else around her is still eating the same, even when there's temptations to still eat all the foods that cause issues in her body. But she decides, no, I'm going to eat this way. And then not only that, she then went and said, I'm going to start a business or ministry helping other people with this to learn how to eat. Come on now. Like, not only am I going to get well, but I'm going to help other people get well. Not only am I not going to just be like, well, I have this, so therefore my life is just horrible. She's like, no, no, no. What what happens when we start, it's going to sound crazy. What happens when we start saying, oh, God gave this to me. So let me, let me learn how to capitalize on this thing right here and give my body back to him and ever and everyone else's around me's body back to him even better. Come on. Allison said, I haven't been able to reverse my hypothyroidism or allergies, but I've learned to live with them and be as healthy as I can. Many of my symptoms are greatly reduced though. Come on. So we've got a reduction. So it's basically like, I, I got this diagnosis. I got this. I got that. But I'm like, how do I get my body to function? Lord, I'm going to invest time and energy and effort into this body. I'll be honest with y'all. After I had, I had four kids, kind of back to back. It's like boom, boom, boom. And I, I was like, well, I had something called diastasis recti. Some people may know what it is. It's like a separation of your abs from one another. You got like this little gap. Well, my gap is like 10 fingers wide. It's huge. And so it's always like this protruding stomach. And I'm just like, for, for years, y'all, I was like, well, it's because I have this. It's because I have diastasis. Dias- I always say it wrong. It's because I have DR. It's because I have DR. You know, it's not going to get better. It's because I have DR. It's because I have DR. You know, whatever. I, and then what did I do? I relied on girdles. I relied on, you know, all the things they tell you not to do with this. But I'm like, well, I just want to look good in my clothes. So I would just girdle it up and do all the things. But I was just like, there's nothing else I can do. I'm going to look like this forever. This is going to be an issue for me forever. And then I would try the little workouts they tell you to do. And I would try them for two weeks and be like, it ain't working. And then I would just go back to my life. And my back pain got worse because think about it. Like your abs, are, they're connected to everything. They're helping to strengthen everything. So my, my back pain got worse. Everything was getting worse. And I just kept writing it off. Oh, whatever it's just gonna it's just gonna be like this this is this is what happens when you have all these kids this is what happens when you have all these kids but then I started seeing people that would challenge this not they wouldn't challenge it like tell me about myself but they were up there with diastasis recti without this back pain and without this protruding stomach like they were challenging my thinking by the way they were living and I would look at them and I'd be like how do you get wait hold up they have the same condition that I have, but they're not struggling with back pain. And they, you know, they look good in their clothes. They don't look like y'all. Y'all don't understand. I was getting asked how how far along I was, and it would just be like, I'm like, oh man. Um, so, but I saw women that just they had four kids too. You know, 
They had the same issues that I had. How was it that they were living differently? And then, you know, something clicked. The pain got too bad. The back pain got too bad. I was hurting too much. And eventually I was like, I got to do something about this. I got to do something about this. And Chelsea, this is one of the reasons that Chelsea is here. She's been a, a huge part of this journey for me because she's on the phone with me like, okay, girl, we're going to try this. We're going to do this. Da, 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 da. And it's, it's hard. Like, it's hard. Half the time, I don't even want to do it. Like, because I've already conditioned my mind to say, oh, eating a whole bunch of sugary foods is a treat. Like, that's how my mind is conditioned. Or sitting down and watching Netflix is a treat. I've conditioned my mind that way over years. And so now I'm trying to tell my mind, no, you got to get up and go to the gym. And my mind is, body is like, oh, I'm like, what? Why are you punishing us? I'm like, no, I'm not punishing y'all. Like, we just got to do this to be healthy. They're like, no, you told us for years that sitting on your behind and watching Netflix is the is the gift. Now you want to tell us that this is, I'm like, yes, yes. Can you please get in alignment with this? Because you're falling apart, body. And so, but eventually it does, right? And it does start being like, okay, we're going to do this and things like that. But it's hard because <laughs> we've trained our minds to think a certain way over the course of time. And now we're training them to do something different. And it's tricky, but it, it like I think Chelsea said it, Allison said it, Janice reminds me of it as well. It's like, just keep going and your mind will catch up. Like, just keep going and your mind will catch up. I was talking to Allison and I was like, man, I still have, you know, when my period hits, we're all grown women here. So let's go ahead and talk about it. When my period hits, I'm like, I get all the cravings. Like I want all the sugar. I want all the chocolate. I want all. And Allison was like, girl, just keep going. And those things will lessen over time. Just keep, just keep going. You might still have them, but they won't be as nagging. Like you won't have to listen to feel like you have to listen to them. Just keep going. And and I believe the same thing with these guys and the talents. They had to, I'm sure they probably lost some money along the way, right? Let's be honest. All investments don't work, but they had to keep going. So by the time that master got back, they had something to present. So it's like, just keep going. Just keep going. Don't stop. Just keep going. Just keep going. That's just in my head. Just keep going, y'all. Just keep going. You know, that's good. And, and it answers the question you asked at the beginning. That is how you present back to God something better than what he gave you because you keep going. And it doesn't matter when we read about those talents they had. Some had a little bit. They started with some had a lot that they started with. The point, though, is to keep going and doing it. And we saw that the ones that kept going and doing, they did go back and have more than what they started with. You will have more than what you started with. And here's the thing. To present back to him more than what he gave you, it may not look like what you think it is. Maybe it's because you kept on going. You don't know what you're going to bypass by pushing through some of the things like what Chelsea was sharing with us by being aware of things in our body. Like I mean, what you were saying, I'm learning to say, hey, you know what? I'm not going to let my body tell me that we're not going to do this. We're just going to wrap it up and keep on going. No, we're going to address it because now that I've addressed it, I can tell other women how to address it. That's an investment. You've taken that in, you've taken what he, and I'll say this, you've taken what he has been allowed to be in your life because things happen, good things, bad things. I believe things are allowed, but God knows where to allow them. Just like he allowed things to happen with Job because he knew what Job was going to do, but he also, he knew Job, I'll say this, 
though doubting at times, he had his moments, his questions, but he was always in agreement because his life prior to all of that, he was in a posture of agreement. He knew to be in agreement with God. He recognized God. And so when God showed him what was really going on and God restored him, he could restore him because of Job's, like where he was. And and so therefore, when I feel what you're saying, I'm thinking about where we are. How can you give something back to God better than what he gave you? Because you keep going and you're responsible with it. And your um um what was your word? Chelsea talk on it. What was your word? What was your word? Your journey. Word journey. Thank you. Yeah, you keep going on the journey and you're responsible and you agree. That's it. Like you do that, and that's how you give it back to them even better. And it may not look like what you think. Sometimes a small little action you do is the thing that like starts this like domino effect of something big and awesome. And that's a lot how we give that back to him. There's just so much. Like it's all. Um, you know, there's a lot, like the topic is very rich because, you know, fitness and, and when I say fitness, I mean, like, you know, there's different levels, right? Health, physical, spiritual, mental, you know, uh, levels of fitness or different kinds of fitness, but, um, physical fitness and, and spirituality are very, very parallel. You know, it takes a great deal of discipline to tell yourself, I'm going to read my Bible today. Um, I'm going to take carve out some time and I'm going to pray. You know, some of us are really good about that. Right. And then there's a few of us that aren't. And then others that, that they will go to the gym or um, I used to weigh my food, not because I wanted to, but I knew I needed to, so I can count these macros. <laughs> you know, it, ta- it, it really does take a great deal of discipline, but being able to, um, to dedicate your time um spiritual time, right? Or fitness time to God, it's, it, it just makes it, um, worthwhile, you know, because you're not doing it for yourself. Like you're doing it for something so much bigger than yourself. You're doing it for him. And, and oftentimes, you know, you think about his sacrifice. Well, you know, our sacrificing, um, that piece of pie that I really want to eat because it's my favorite, um, you know, but, Jesus died for me, you know, like I can sacrifice this piece of pie, you know, just dedicating um, what we do to God just makes it so much easier in the grand scheme of things, right? Because, because of how um, parallel it is and and understanding that, um, that because it takes a great deal of discipline, being okay with the fact that sometimes we're going to fail and failure, um, Failure is is how we learn. It's how we develop and get better. And so accepting the fact that I'm going to fail sometimes, it is okay. As long as I get back up and I keep going, um, I'm I'm still going to be able to move forward. Even if I take a couple steps back, I have to get up and I have to continue to move forward. Mm. I have to get up. I have to keep continue to move forward. Come on have to get up and I have to continue to move forward. Ha, ah, that's so good. I remember Chelsea told me one time I was not liking the gym, like not liking the gym. And she's like, Dominique, next time you go there, commit your workout to God. And I'm like, that's cute. Okay. <laughs> I was like, okay, Chelsea. She was like, no, seriously, like worship him and, and think about the sacrifice he made for you. And I'm like, okay, girl, do you know I'm in that gym boo-hoo crying? Oh, thank you on the treadmill. Thank you, Jesus. Because I like, 
like as we as I sacrificed, as I was, I began to be reminded of the greater sacrifice that that God did. I began to re- be reminded that hey, this this gym action is an opportunity for me to give a gift to God. Like, you know, it might be a little teeny tiny gift, but it's like, hey, Lord, I'm going to take care of what you gave me. And oh man, when she said, when she said to, to commit your workout, commit all this stuff to God, it does. It really, really does change things. So like when you get the diagnosis and you say, you know what, I'm going to commit to God, like that, I'm going to, I'm going to, to, to reduce some of these symptoms. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to do what the doctor has told me. I'm going to actually do this so that I can commit this to God. Like, Hey God, I'm committing this discipline to you. I'm committing this lifestyle change to you. It really, I'm telling y'all it changes. When she told me to do that, I thought she was crazy, but it does work. I'm, t- I'm telling you, I, I started committing my dishwashing to God. I hate washing dishes, but committing it to God and being like, Lord, thank you for the family that you gave me. And thank you, Lord, for the the, the dishes that I'm able to wash. I commit to you taking care of these things. Like, you know, sometimes we can get into a place of such lack of gratitude where it's just like, Ugh, I don't want to do, why did you have to give me a body that's got all these issues? Why couldn't you just give me a body that's better? Just like Adam and Eve, like, oh, you know, I, I, I ate this fruit because of that woman you gave me. It becomes God's fault. All the blessings that God gave you became, become a reason to point back to him at all the fault he has. But the reality is he has no fault. He's amazing. And when we begin to live our lives like that, it really does change everything. It really does change everything. I love Sharon. She talks about motherhood and the changes. There's so many sacrifices and changes that come with this motherhood thing. And that is real. And that is true. Um, And that is true. But the thing, the, the truth of the matter is with all the sacrifices and all the things that come along with it that seem bad, they're actually blessings that God allows us to get involved with His what he's doing. It's absolutely amazing. And I think when we start looking at our lives through this, this lens of it's amazing, thank you, Lord, like, I... I it changes everything. It changes everything. It changes everything. Allison says, when we get to a place where we're ready and willing to do our part, responsibility, and keep our eyes on the journey, come on, that's when success comes. Come on, we've got to be, whoo, this all breaks it all together. We've got to get in agreement with God to be willing to do our part. God is like, look, there's a part you have to play. There is a part you have to play in this. When we're ready to do our part, he'll do the part you can't do. We always talk about the woman with the issue of blood, how she came to Jesus and she got healed. But do you know for how many years she was doing her part? She was going to the doctor. She was trying to figure this thing out. She was doing her part. She was doing her part. And then she got to a point where her part was not sufficient anymore. And Jesus stepped in and did the part she couldn't do. Jesus ain't going to do the part we can do. He's not going to do the part he's, we're going to do. Dominique can pray all day for the for the fat to go through her body when I eat something fattening. I can pray all day. Look, just take the fat out of my body and let the pounds drop off and let the let the let the body come into an hourglass figure. Lord God, and just, 
And Jesus is going to be looking at me like, uh, but are you going to go to the gym? Are you going to work out? Are you going to do anything? Well, no, because you're the master and you know, you can do it. So I'm not even going to get in your way. What? <laughs> what? No, God, like you got a part to play in this. You got a part to play in your life. You have got a part to play in your life. You got a what did what did what did Chelsea say? We are a mirror. Our bodies are a mirror of our parents' DNA. Something like that. She said that. Well, if our daddy is God, and 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 he's the ultimate, we're mirroring him. He's like, I don't act like that. I don't just be like, look at a problem and be like, oh, somebody else is gonna fix it. No, you are designed to be problem solvers. You are designed to dig your heels in and to figure it out. What was humanity's role on this earth? It was to take care of the earth while God was away. Our job was to take care of the earth. That means we were designed to fix problems. We were designed to see solutions. We were designed to think differently. We were designed to open our minds. We were designed to see a problem and say, oh, wait, that needs to change. I'm going to change something about this problem. I'm going to change something about the situation. That's what we were designed to do. That is literally why we were put here. People will be like, we were put here to worship God and praise God. Yes, that's nice. But if we go back to Genesis, he put us here to take care of the earth, to be problem solvers, to deal with issues and problems. That's what. That's why it was such an issue when they listened to the serpent, because they were designed to kick him out. They were designed to identify threat and problem and kick the, the situation out. And we are still designed to do that. God is like, I'm not going to do your part for you. I will do the part you can't do. But you've got a part to play. I've got a part to play. We all got a part to play. We are we have gone longer than I anticipated, but I think this is all good. I'm excited. I'm gonna go around real quickly. And anybody um can type in the comments if you're here live. One thing that you think that that would help anybody listening, if they could start one thing today to um to walk a healthier journey. Like what's one thing? Just one thing. If you're in the comments, you can type one thing um, here. Type one thing. I'll start with your niece and I'll go to Chelsea. Um, then I'll read a few comments, come back to, to me, and then we'll pray out. So what's one thing, Janice, that you, you think we can do? I'm sorry. I was laughing because I'm like, I hope she starts with Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you wanna just do it. Like, don't think too hard. Just go do it. I think too hard. And a lot of times I got to think and plan and figure out. And I realize a lot of times just go for the walk. Just. Go and don't drink that thing. Drink the water. Just go do it. That's it. Just go do it. Go do it. And just keep going to do it over and over and over again. Period. You and Allison said it at the same time. You said go do it. And Allison said just start. I'm like, all right, Lord. No one knows. We hear you. We hear you. All right, Shells, what about you? I, I'm chuckling to myself because when she was like, just do it. In my mind, I was like, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> but in, it's in a different way, right? So you have to use both, right? You have to will yourself. You know, like Jernice is saying, just do it. You, you just go. Just go. But my don't do it is, you know, um, it's like, you know, when you're shopping and you know you shouldn't be spending any money and you see these shoes, don't do it. Just keep walking. Just keep, don't do it. You know, so if you come across something that 
you know, is hard to say no to, specifically around the holidays, you know? You know, you see people piling on all, all this food. Don't do it. Don't do it. Just make better decisions. Be self-disciplined, the discipline that God gave you. Um, don't do it. Don't do that. Just, you know, don't, don't, don't drink all that sugary stuff, you know, just don't do it. <laughs> I love it. Just do it. Don't do it. Two different ways, <laughs> but I love it. I love it. Amen. Well, Lynn says, increase your water intake and give yourself grace for the slips. Come on. Heather says, learn about your body. Be informed with what you can and cannot eat. Come on. <laughs> Bernie says, I need to don't do it. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Lilith says, think hard before you do it. Come on. Before, before you, before you do something. Allison says, do it and don't do it. Sounds confusing, but you'll get it as you go. (laughs) That is so real. Okay. So the one thing that I got is gratitude trumps fear. And I know it sounds weird, but um, a lot of times we make decisions because we're afraid. Well, if I don't eat this, I'm going to be missing out. You know, if I don't do this, will I ever get this again? Oh, but this is my favorite. When will I get my favorite again? It's all fear. It's all fear that I'm going to miss out, that it's not going to be, I'm never going to be able to do this and all this stuff. But gratitude trumps it. It's like, man, I get the opportunity to to live in this body today. I get the opportunity to uh, to worship God with my decisions and my choices. I get the opportunity to go to the gym and to worship God and to actually give him a gift. Like, like God, I can I can give God a gift, even if it's small. Like, think about it. When you get to the stage of your life, when you're able to give someone a gift that's given you a gift all your life, and you finally have a little bit of money scrapped together, and you can get them something. You had never been able to get them anything before, but you, man, you were able to scrap a little bit of money together and get them something that you know you they're really going to like. Like, it's like, it's like that stage you get when you stop giving your parents macaroni necklaces. It's like, man. I could give them something other than a macaroni necklace and some socks. Like, this is great. And so the gratitude of like, hey, I am able to do something um, to give back to God in some little minuscule way. Yeah, it's not going to be earth shattering like God's gifts, but it's something that I can give back to him that I know that, that he'll appreciate. He said to them, well done, my good and faithful servant. Like, like he was pleased. With their gifts. Yes, he could have easily made all those millions by himself. Yeah, you know, he could have, but he was pleased with them. And so my thing is like being in that stance of gratitude and the opportunity that I'm getting to be able to give to God and kind of reminding myself of that and then understanding when I'm in fear to trumpet with gratitude. D says, be consistent with the mindset of why you're doing it. Come on. Be consistent with the mindset of why you're doing it. CJ, my girl, CJ is here. We were talking about you earlier. She says, being a good steward of the body God gave us. Yes, amen. Hallelujah. Lynn says that being informed about what you can and can't eat is a major one. I'm allergic to wheat. My son, three years old, is allergic to eggs, milk, shellfish with sensitivities to wheat and soy. Right, so being informed and not thinking of it as, oh, my body sucks. But it's like, my body functions differently. My body functions differently. Praise God, God gave me this body and that there are things I can eat, right? There are things I can eat and I can be really, really creative with how I make food. And those things, let me tell you, those are the YouTube channels I watch the most is the people that make make things without like gluten and all that stuff. I get amazed and like, how you make that taste good? Like, and then I try it and it actually does taste good. So 
That was really cool. Allison says, it's like my cookie post. We fear we have to give up everything, but this isn't true. When you learn how to balance it all through self-control, the freedom is so worth it. Not freedom to eat all the cookies, but freedom to not live with guilt, shame, and face the consequences of doing things to our body that are harmful. That's so good. Lynn says, I'm thankful for the allergies. <laughs> when you start saying stuff like this, people be giving you the side eye, but come on, I would have I would have read that this is good. I'm thankful for the allergies because I kept wanting to be more healthy, and now I'm learning to be more healthy and eating way more veggies than I ever have. Come on. When we start being grateful. When we start being grateful for the changes in our lives, when we start being grateful for the things and stop looking at them as, oh, what has happened to me instead of what, 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 what is God doing for me? What, it, what are these things allowing me to do in my life? How is it allowing me to teach my children better? Woo, man, when we start looking to be grateful in everything and all of these issues and situations, our life changes. Come on, our life changes. Lilith says gratitude and giving is important. Yes, it is. CJ says there's some great alternatives. It takes research, but it's worth it. Come on. We don't got to do what everybody else does. We can live differently. It might be hard at the, at the beginning. It might be hard to start. But it's freeing. It's freedom to be like, you mean I get to choose how I live? Like, you mean I don't have to do it the way I've always done it? You mean that I can have a different outcome? That's what the kingdom of God is like. You, the beginning of this parable says, and the kingdom of heaven can be illustrated. Dot, dot, dot. Mm. And everything you're saying is like, it's what God's kingdom is like. We're not of this world. We're not from here. And so the interesting thing is the one who made us says, I want to show that what it's supposed to look like. And so when we do what we're doing, that is worship to worship him, to be exactly who you're supposed to be. And he does smile because and it's not just because you've given things to him. It's because, oh, guess what? What I really wanted her to be in the earth and what I want her to deposit. She's deposited now. She's teaching people how to eat differently and how they can flourish and how I actually designed the body to be. Oh, she's uncovering that if you go and do this and you go to the gym, you get to relieve these stresses and things that's going on and it helps her body. And so she's teaching. And that's that's what he loves. That's why he's excited. He's like, oh, they're being exactly what I put in them to be. That's my DNA showing up in the earth. I love that. Like that is so crazy. When you said that, I'm like, oh, so all these things were not weird to not <laughs> do certain things. It's good because it's exactly it's a reflection of him on the earth. That's what the kingdom of heaven is like. Kingdom of heaven is like that, 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 all these things that that we're doing. That's oh, wow. That just that helped me. I needed that. I was like, man, I'm going to remember that in the gym in the morning on the row machine. Like. I'm telling you, you do that, you be crying on that row machine. I can't, girl, because if I let that be, mess me up. Like, I'm on the treadmill. <laughs> People thinking I'm crazy. Thank you, Jesus. Oh. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. I'm just letting you know. You start committing stuff to God, you be crying at random moments. Like, cry while you're doing dishes. Thank you, Jesus. You so good to me. <laughs> All right, y'all. I know we got to go. Next week, we will be having another one of these morning coffee chats. So make sure that you let your friends know and invite your friends. We'll be talking about trauma. Mm-hmm. Yep, that good old trauma that some of us may be nervous about going into these, ho- these here holidays with some trauma and some 
heart pains and things and how do we deal with that? I'm excited that our friend, our fellow faith mama, Scarlett, is going to be on here with us talking about um, trauma around the holidays and how to heal. Um, so make sure that you share this video and join us next week for another coffee chat. And if you liked uh, these coffee chats, please let us know. Let us know that this is conversations that you would like to continue. These are types of things that you would like to do. I know it's different than Mornings with Jesus. Um, but hey, the scriptures are pr very practical and they apply to our everyday lives. And I pray that these coffee chats help us to see just how much um, the scriptures apply to our everyday life. Okay. There's still so many good comments in, in the chat, and I really want to get to them. Okay, I had to get to one. Lynn says, before the list of what I ate was shorter than the list of what I didn't like. She said, cornbread, pasta, meat, some fruits. That was it. Now there's peppers, onions, lettuce, carrots, celery, and so much more. Okay, come on, Lynn. She's like, there's so much more now um, that I'm eating. Sharon says, eating food in moderation is always good, and food turns into energy, so it's always good to exercise. Come on. Brooke says, Think, thanks. This is very helpful. Amen. Amen. Some people really liked it. So I guess, hey, these coffee chats are worth worth uh, investing in. Maybe they'll help us out. God will use them. Um, yeah, y'all, I could keep writing these comments. Let me let me stop. <laughs> All right. Make sure you join us. Make sure you join us in the Faith Moms Tribe app. Don't forget that we are here every weekday, Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, studying the Bible for Mornings with Jesus. And then we're going to have these conversations on Sunday morning at 7 a.m. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, please tune in. I'm going to throw it over to Chelsea and she's going to pray us out. Then we're going to say bye bye. All right. Um, Lord God, we thank you for this time, first and foremost, um, that we're dedicating to you to be able to talk about a topic that, um, that we often forget is important, um, to you, um, taking care of our vessels that you've given us. And so, um, I ask that, that each woman who hears this prayer or, or um, maybe even doesn't get as far as the watching the whole thing, but, um, what the ears that this, um, lands on Lord, that that you help them um, um, take the tools and um, find somebody or do some research or something to be able to take care of the vessel that you've given them to be able to um, pay it forward, not just for themselves, but for the people around them um, and generations to come. Lord, we thank you for the journey of um, of of fitness um, and how you use that to, to speak to us, to minister to us and um, to make us better. God, thank you for um, the, the discipline that you've given us through spirituality to be able to apply that um, into our daily lives. God, I ask that um, as we move into the week, that if today or tomorrow is day one, that you give each woman um, the strength to be able to continue to move forward, um, to not uh, make bad decisions, but to dedicate everything that she does to you because you have given us so much, Lord. You didn't have to. You did it because you love us. So let us do everything um, whether that be washing the dishes or, um, or going for a run on the treadmill, let us do that for you um, because you have done so much more for us. Thank you, God, for being with us. Bless us, bless our families, and um, uh, bless our days in Jesus' name. Amen.